0: Hey everybody, welcome back, M456 Podcast. We have been missing for a couple weeks. It's April 13th, 2023. And man, this year has just been insane already. <laughs> I just have to say, welcome, yep. my cohort, Johnny, Johnny Cat, John Wayne. Good to see your face, brother. Love it, love it. Hey guys, listen, if you're if you're watching this, you're watching this on Patreon. Um or on the journeyman app. Uh, Awesome. If you're listening, you can listen to it on any platform. It goes out on anchor. So it it hits Spotify and iTunes and everywhere else. And look, we're, we're making some real plans. Um, We're really wanting to see mandate four, five, six. It's the, as you guys know, Malachi four, five, and six of God, turning the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children back to the fathers. And we're seeing it happen. I keep sending my dad, John, all these, these videos of of like stars that are just coming to Christ like crazy. Lenny Kravitz, just I just watched an incredible video with him talking what? about the presence really? of God coming in his hotel room with some young, young, two young guys were just sharing the gospel with him. And it was the gospel oh. of the kingdom. It wasn't the gospel. It was really powerful. Um, and Jamie Foxx quoting like the Pentateuch, like and having what? this revelation of the, yeah, all these people. There's a real movement going on. Despite what we're watching on the news and everything else, but listen if you go to mandate uh, mandate456.org um, you can donate. we need donations, we need some income we need some money coming in you know we're working on a big project we 're going to talk about today a little bit, but um, yeah we need we need your donations. we don't care if they're big small, one time those monthly obviously help a ton um, so mandate456.org so John. Catch us up on your last two weeks and kind of guide us where we're going today, buddy.
1: Oh, it's good to see your face, man. Yeah, man, it's good to see your like face. Like my
0: beard, how it's coming in. If you guys can't see, I'm uh, my beard's coming in good. Shot cool. It looks
1: good. Now, I I just I keep wondering, like like I need a little bit more thickness up here at the top. Is that is that doable for you? You, or know, you I yeah.
0: I try to trim it and I, yeah. So you, I'm gonna you I'm just gonna it? have my barber do it moving forward. Come on.
1: Cause I feel like, I feel like your face is crying out for a big beard. I mean, that's what I feel like. I, I mean, know. it's strange. And my so.
0: wife is crying out for it as well. So I want to feel it blow in the wind when I'm on the bike, when I'm riding See, Harley, I want that, you know, so that's my goal.
1: Yes. <laughs> that, yes, that would be a good goal. Man, my wife, she hates, she hates, I, we've talked about it before. Like I, I threatened to grow a mustache and she threatens not to sleep with me. So I know. obviously she's winning.
0: You go with the yep. you go yep. with the bride, baby, every single time.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, it, it, and it works too. You know, I I get about three or four days of growth, and then and then I have to shave. Of course, I go to work, and so I have to shave the rest of my face. But she's always more happy, and when she's happy, I'm happy. All right. Happy We're life, happy. happy wife. You know, that's, it. that's, that's right.
0: Happy, everybody's
1: happy. Let's go. That's that's right. Um, so we've you know, been doing. Funny, this. On a... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I was I was literally uh, I just had to drop off her purse today. And then I brought my son Porter is home from school today because Boston was home from school yesterday because he needed a day. He just needed a day. And Porter, I don't know if he needed a day, but he was like, Boston got a day. So I need a day. So (laughs) Porter and I have been jamming out today. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: I love that. I love the way you follow those two boys, man. So good. after the chiefs win the super bowl they get the day off come on church
1: that's right baby come on <laughs> hopefully now hopefully hopefully there's three or four more in there you know i can live with i can live with this being the swamp song of the chiefs and then it's over for a while it's been so long yeah
0: so long we're, we're, we're but, not happy for you but congratulations once again <laughs> so let's talk let's talk we we've got this project we're working on um, as most of you probably know index uh, index coin INDX coin um and the kingdom wealth exchange we built our not john and i our people built uh their own exchange kingdom wealth exchange not a token um it has taken us a year and some months we started last december on the 22nd of 2022 and we just launched uh this week on tuesday the the exchange but we we didn't launch with a bank so we launched, and we were—you can only buy in through Bitcoin and and Ethereum. And man, it's been the bugs and the people; it's just been insane. And building yeah, up liquidity that's... so that people can cash out—we honestly didn't think people were going to cash out instantly. Um, right. And we thought because we tithe, we we literally sowed over 200 million in coin to uh, to kingdom minded ministries, nonprofits, companies. And we've been saying this message the whole time, you you sow where you want to go. So don't just mm-hmm. keep sowing and keep being generous and watch this thing and what God does with it. And instead kind of the opposite happened. Everybody wanted their money instantly. <laughs> uh we're not a we're not a patient um society. We're we're full of fear. Uh a lot of us are full of just greed. Um, and that, again, I don't want to judge that. I bless people. I love these people. Um, I just I get it. It's a desperate time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fear on the planet. But man, it's been work. Oh, <laughs> no, you,
1: it's it's no joke. I mean, we so, yeah, so it was you. I remember getting that text and we've talked about it before. It was December. Yeah. So it was a year and a half ago. I mean, it's been a year and a half. And so you sent me that text. You're like, hey, listen to this guy. And so Eli and I eventually chatted, we've already shared that story, but a year and a half getting to this point now. And, you know, one of the funny things that I think about, um, you know, just doing normal life, it's like, God's okay with normal life, but it's like normal life is where we see just who, who we really are, you know, and being ordinary men. Yeah. Being ordinary men. Um, and when I think about the coin and I think about where we're at, like, I, in my heart, I've known that it's just going to be another year. A, I mean, I'm not a big tax guy. I don't like paying taxes, but, you know, it's not like I'm robbing. I don't rob the government. You know, when it's time to pay my taxes, I pay my taxes. Caesar, what Caesar? Um, I'm not, give to Caesar, what is Caesar's, even Here's though I, I disagree PR, with some of those. Okay. Entertainment Siri, go off. That's amazing. Off. Maybe we should a do Caesar's. Company in the US. And <laughs>
0: okay. the- hey, we're getting educated by Siri as we go.
1: Well, it's all those stupid commercials. If anybody watches ESPN, they they, they pump the Caesar stuff. And I'm like, first of all, guys, don't bet. I mean, I like to bet every once in a while, so I don't want to pretend like I'm saying don't bet. But if you don't have money, don't bet. Don't right. be stupid. <laughs> don't go.
0: You're not going to win. So the tax thing, let's get back. So you, because uh, I've yes. never been a gambler ever. I love playing like blackjack and some Texas hold'em, yes. but I've just never been a gambler. Um, so – yeah, if we, you pull out with crypto within the first year, you get capital gains. So you're taxed like 30 35 40%. So we were trying to help people to avoid that. And, you know, what we're seeing with currency, what we're seeing with the U.S. dollar, um, where this thing is going uh, mm-hmm. is insane. And and we know like, you know, it, the old days, what do we have? We had VH, VHS and mm-hmm. beta, beta. Was it beta? What was the beta machines, right? Yeah. And then it yeah, went yeah, yeah. And then everything went digital. We had albums, right? And we had the radio, and then that went digital. And so it's just the money's going digital, like it or not. And, you know, yeah. I know a lot of religious people, the one world government, one world money, you know, yes, absolutely. But as kingdom people, we get to lead in these spaces instead of just letting the world lead in these spaces. And so we know, we really believe, because we've been praying into this thing. For a year and a half now, just about every single day. Now we're pr- praying in the more every Tuesday and Thursday morning as a prophetic team. We talked about yep. that on the last podcast of, of chief prophetic officers, and and literally praying into uh, our businesses, praying into our ministries, praying into and sowing into those that have gone before us, and being really generous and not building an empire. But building shalom, building peace, building something that creates life for more people. You know, the the, the picture God keeps showing me is, you know, when and I'm experiencing this this right now, with Lisa's book. And I want to talk about that, but it's and we've all heard this before. But, you know, when you pull into uh, and dock your boat and the tide comes in, all the boats rise together and they're all on equilibrium. And that's the kind of businesses we're supposed to be building where we can actually increase and build others up. And build their businesses as they as we build ours and we see the tide rise with people that Mm. understand generosity people that understand giving and kingdom and that we're building this thing to build others up and to give always always to the aow the alien the orphan and the widow and the moment we forget about that and i challenged one of my young guys on this this past week as soon as we forget about the widow and the orphan bro, we're in trouble. I mean, James says, look, the only pure and true religion, James 127, right? is when we minister and we give and we bring into our homes, the widow and the orphan. And, and so quickly, I just want to share that we're, we're launching Lisa's memoir. It's coming on April 17th. It's the 10th anniversary of our Michael's death. Um, There's so much going on on April 17th. It's insane. Um, And we never know how we're going to do on that day, right? There's been days where John's had a, keep me alive on that day i lost two of my deepest brother um uh brothers on that day a couple few years ago because i just wasn't doing well and they didn't do well with that Um, and so that's just me being very honest and vulnerable but on april 17th we're releasing this memoir and we went with this young publisher out of arkansas a bound publishing she's a 30 year old she's been only done children's books uh, she came to my daughter-in-law, Brooke, who edited Lisa's book like insanely. She's incredible. Um, and uh, and I was just talking to her and she gave us a, a, such an incredible deal. Like, you you know, everybody says you don't make money on books. I do think Lisa's book is going to go to number one. I, I really believe that, but not just because she's my bride, but it's really that good in the feedback we're getting. Um, but this woman, this Abound Publishing she just made it so fair and so that Lisa and I can be blessed through this that she's sewing into us as our publisher. And man, if you've wow. ever worked with publishers, you know, they might give you some money up front, but they 15% at best. And you don't, you know, you just don't make money unless you sell like 100,000 books or more. And um, And she's making sure that we can sustain and that we can get our money back much quicker. And it's just been an incredible process. In fact, I read the contract this morning and I'm getting ready to sign the contract. And it's incredible what she's doing because she's Um, been watching our lives and the way we've been building index coin and kingdom wealth exchange and how we just build people. And, and mm -hmm. it's affected her heart so deeply. This is how she's going to do it from now on with anyone she publishes. And so, um, you know, we're experiencing it real time as we're living it. If that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it makes total sense to me. I mean, I'm sitting here and it's, you know, when you're listening to someone talk, you you know, you're taking in what they're saying, but it's starting all those thoughts, you know, you're starting to bounce thoughts. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting, you know, so we're coming in, index hit on like it went live. Kingdom Wealth Exchange went live on four eleven twenty-three. Um, which there's probably some verse in there that that somebody's gonna find and be like, oh, hey, you know. <laughs> um that's the same day that we found out that our adoption papers went through. Well, we got accepted adoption stuff. Okay. So wait, so
0: stop, because I don't know that we've talked much about that. So John and Hillary have two boys, Porter and Boston. Um, and God spoke to him about a year ago, wasn't it? Two years ago two. to adopt. And yes, they had a picture of an Asian little girl, not knowing that that's the way it's going to go, but there was a dream and visions and you just on that same day got approval for adoption you don't have the money to do that yet but you're just going to keep sewing and you will have it
1: yep yes that well that's the hope i i remember distinctly i remember coming home um i don't remember what i was doing but i came home and it was right during uh, when we were withdrawing from afghanistan as the military as the whole thing with biden and all that stuff was going on and so i was 20 yeah i was 20 yeah, or no, 21, whenever that was. Um, and I, I opened the door and I remember walking into the living room and Hillary was just weeping. And we started weeping. We were looking at these families. And it's I from as far as I know on my wife's side and on my side, no one has ever adopted ever. Hmm. Ever. And it's like it's kind of like, you know, it's it's scary in a sense, like, you know, to 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 tie it into index. Hopefully there's a way to tie it in, but Man, when you take a risk, like, I mean, we got a family going, you know, everybody's got their, their family mojo, whether it's a good mojo or it's an okay mojo, whatever it is, you kind of have your rhythm and we're going to bring, um, a girl into this and it's scary. I'm not gonna lie. I'm super excited. I'm pumped, but you know, I'm also thinking about my boy, you know, like Boston the other day said something to Hillary. He said, you know, I don't want to have to start, you know, start having to deal with this hard stuff on my own. And Hillary's like, why? And he goes, because Ivory, we're gonna his mind at 14 is thinking, I'm we're gonna have to, to slow down all of us so that we can pour into her, which in a sense is true. Yeah. It is going to happen that way. But I love how Hillary said, she goes, No, you don't ever stop living from your heart and you don't ever stop sharing your heart because you're still this family, it's not a family. Like we we have this statement, and we said it for years. We had our family chats this way. It's family of seven, and Porter on four eleven. Hillary changed it. He said, "Mom, it cannot be four. It can't be a seven anymore. It's got to be eight. It's got to be a family of eight because it's it's obviously my wife and I, our boys, Ivory. That's her name. We already God gave us her name, Ivory Jewel. That's her name, Ivory Jewel wow. McAllister. Come on, or wherever she's at, and then Father on Holy Spirit. Bob, yeah, the Father on Holy Spirit. I love it." It's the eight of us.
0: Come on, um,
1: but, you know, like wrestling with it. Yeah, there's there's fear. I I have no money. I'm a fireman. Come on, there's no money for this. You know, they they expect the world. So it, you know, it's it's interesting when you work in, in this kind of industry and people expect the world from you, <clears throat> but then they're surprised when you have demands of 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 money and financial stuff um, because people expect to be served in this country. There's an expectancy that they that we get because we are Americans, which is the biggest load of horse shit I've ever heard in my life. Sure. Now I'm willing to serve. I'm right. willing to serve and I'm willing to, that's part of the job. I knew, knew that going in, but it's, it's interesting seeing that. And it's, it's, it's it's something that I've seen in the adoption agencies that we've looked at. It's something I've seen in index coin with how we're working this thing out. It's like, we, we deserve to get this money from this kingdom. As soon as it goes liquid, we need to get all of our money out right now because it was sewed into us. I deserve somehow. uh, Yeah. 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 And you know what, I I don't think that
0: it's, 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 it's the issue of, and and I, I thought Bayman did such a good job with this of going through revelations. You know, we all in America, because in England, it was taught in 1870 and for some reason we adopted it to be religion you know, the tribulation and the end times and the revelations all written about the future. And it's not. It's not has nothing to do with the future. We've talked about that. But the reason why we can't wrap our minds around revelations in the Western church is because we've never been persecuted. We've never been through persecution. A Jewish mind, when it was written, when John wrote it, he wrote it from Ephesus. And when he wrote it, he was writing to the culture, in the culture. And in their minds, they had been they were deeply in persecution. They completely understood that it was from the text, from the prophets of the Old Testament. They knew immediately John was talking about right then, not some future time. But in our Western minds, because we're so full of fear and greed, and we're so full of me, 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 me and comfort. We're going, well, that's got to be when, you know, after I'm already dead, maybe my kids or my kids' kids will have to deal with it. And Mm -hmm. what did Jesus say? The Son of Man didn't come to be served, but to serve. And to give yes. his life away. And mm-hmm. as a fireman, that's what you guys get yeah. to do. You know, as index Dude. coin, that's what we get to do, right? As a, as a minister of the gospel of peace, I'm consistently, constantly, all day, every day, giving my life away. And I yes. i don't get paid for it. Uh, but I'm, right. I'm, I'm constantly dealing with broken marriages, kids that killed themselves. It's non-stop day after day, and then I'm meeting with, you know, men who 17-year-old sons are cutting themselves, and I'm meeting with young people who are are just so selfish. They don't want to go give their life away. They don't live for the alien, the orphan, and the widow. Um, They just want to live for themselves, and, you know, it's an epidemic, and at the same time, well, I don't get to complain. I don't get to, to judge. I get to just go live this way. I get to actually live in faith. And, and you get to live in faith. And if you're listening to this, guys, and we've said this, the only thing that keeps your heart open is when you risk, right? Yes. Confession and risk. Yes. And if you're not risking something, adopting. If the church would just adopt, there'd be no orphan issue ever. All the orphans, the 140 million or whatever it is now, it would be so simple if if we as kingdom people would just invite them into our homes and adopt them. There'd be no orphan issue at all. But we don't yes. like to break up our rhythm and our pace of our little family, mm-hmm. which most families, guys, I'm, I'm just going to say this, because I'm dealing with it every day, all day, between the Wild Courage Cowboys and M456 and Journeymen on the app and all of our alumni from G42 and Rock the Nations and the World Race and all the things we've God's let us do. I wake up to messages from them every day of desperation and very, very little hope. And, and it's a lot. And so I know what I'm saying is true.
1: Mm. Yes. Oh, I mean, I, I, it's like, I want to sit in that for a minute because it's, you know, over the, you know, we started this talking about the last two weeks, you know, God speaks to me in dreams. It, it's, it's one of the languages that God, and I know I'm not the only one, there's millions of people that God speaks to this. I mean, there's, what is there? Eight and a half million people on the planet. God is mm-hmm. speaking in eight and a half million different ways because he's speaking to billion. us. Billion. Billion. Yeah. Billion. What, what is it? Um, what did Joel say? Uh, prophesy, see visions, have dreams. Yet none of this is happening. We, we get up in, and I'm preaching for a second because I'm preaching to myself, but we get up on these pulpits and we hold on to position and we, we, we tie people up in heavy loads Things that we're unwilling to carry, and then, like you said about the rapture, we're waiting for it to be three or four generations after I'm dead and gone. Right. We've got a man in the White risk. House. Yeah, yeah. We have a man in the White House that I, I, I was listening to Stephen Maddox. If you guys are into dreams at all, you need to find this guy on Instagram. The Dream Guy. 11. We're meeting him next Friday. We're actually right? we're meeting him next week. I think he might be there all week. Okay. Like we were chit-chatting, I'm like, he might be there for a while. Um, you better enjoy some bourbon. Stories. Huh? Oh, bro, <laughs> some scotch. Now, I will say we talked about this on the, the sea I If we have a chance to do the sea Doo thing.
0: Dude, dude we're jet skiing it all day long. So anyway, so for you guys. we're, we're going to be in Florida as an index prophetic team, uh, April 18th through the 22nd. And then I'll be, okay. I'll come home and then start driving up to Wyoming and John's going to meet me there. We're going to be with the Wild Courage guys in Jackson Hole uh, for their retreat. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot happening, but finish what you were saying. I want you to finish that thought.
1: It's it's we sit here and and I'm not telling you what politics to do, but I know that I could sit and have a conversation with Biden and because I mean, this is what we get. This is what we get. Like we expect things out of out of men and women that are that are we've got this whole thing mixed up. Yeah. You, you know, Jesus gets these young guys and he sends them out. He takes three years discipling them, walking with them, loving them. And then he's gone. Sends the Holy Spirit. We got, we know the scripture. If you don't know the scripture, read the scripture. Yeah. But we're sitting here in this country and we're sitting here going, why is everything turning to shit in a handbag? And I'm like, the first thing we need to do is look at ourselves. Exactly. This is what we've asked for. We've asked for somebody or we've asked for people in position to pacify us to keep us in a, a, a rhythm that doesn't change. Right. And
0: and then we Jesus criticize them with, when they over. make a decision. I love the way Eli said that the other day. He's like, mm. I have so much more grace for our political leaders because they make one decision and they're held to it. And they know for sure at least half the nation is going to hate them for making that decision. But right. they still have to make it as leaders. They still get to yes. make decisions and they still get to lead. Right. Yeah. And we as men, we have to lead our families the same way we're we are not in the business of being best friends with our children, even as they're older, we get to make decisions and father them when it's not popular. And yes, we're friends and yes, we enjoy each other. And yes, we're we're stewarding their lives and they're stewarding ours, but we're not their best friends because we have to make hard decisions That they get to follow because we're leading. And but we're being led by the Father, we're being fathered by the Father. And Mm -hmm. then we make these hard decisions, right? And so yeah, that's it's really good. We have it backwards. We're still building Babylonia in the church, and then we judge the world for doing that. But we're still building our our empires and our big ministries and our our name. And we're apostle this and prophet that, right? And it's Babylonian, it's all. The world it doesn't make sense. Structure. It doesn't make any sense. And then we judge everything else, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> so true. And the interesting thing, so for the last two weeks, i I've, I had two dreams. And I'm not going to go into the depths of the dreams, but the first dream, God showed up ahead of time, gave me a dream. And over the course of five days, I felt so lonely. Like I, you know, it was all over me. I, I'm here in Oklahoma City by myself. Amanda, I, I'm with my wife. Well, I say by myself, I'm with my wife, my kids. Uh, but this lonely thing just, just gripped me and, and I walked through it. And then it was after the five days, cause I had this five in the dream. And I, I kind of walked through that at the end the the father literally met me and started explaining the dream. Cause I'm learning dream language. I'm trying to learn how God speaks to me so I can bring understanding to what I'm seeing in pictures or in words or in numbers and colors. And, um, so he starts talking to me about loneliness and starts to hit me on the door of loneliness. And then the second dream was, I was basically, he gave me a picture of basically what people see when they see, when, when people don't live by the voice of God, when they don't live by what God has said in the scriptures, when they don't live in their hearts, there's a, a naiveness that they see about this. You know, there's, you know, we've heard that scripture. We've said it a bunch of times. God does foolish things to confound the, the, the wisdom of the age, the wisdom of the world. Everything like everything, these tiny things that we think are so silly. These are the things that are, are wise in God's kingdom, sitting, sitting and taking care of the needs of aliens, orphans and widows. That makes no sense to a nation that wants to figure out how to get oil prices down. Or right. if you're trying to get to the next ministry hurdle, you know, we need to get over this. So God will start speaking to us. We'll start seeing angels. People will start coming to our church, start taking care of the AOWs. And you'll be surprised at what kind of kingdom you'll see in the midst of your people. Absolutely. And it's, it's those little things. And that, that, that second thing, it hit me and I was like sitting it and he started speaking to me and he started showing me. And, and the whole point of all that is a, he want, he's teaching me my language. So over the last two weeks, I'm getting an in-depth uh, look at this, but number two, why? It's so that I can strengthen myself in the Lord. When David returned mm. in that scripture, and the the women and the children, everything was ravaged and taken from them. The men wanted to kill him on the spot. This is the anointed man, you know, the anointed guy sitting there, and he's having to look at this. And they're they're talking. I mean, it's like you're you're, you're sitting in a room him. and I'm next door yeah. to you, and you're like, I'm gonna kill John Wayne. I'm gonna take this gun, right. I'm gonna go in there and shoot. Absolutely. Him. My wife, and my children are gone. Everything's ugh, this chaos. But it's but it it is on us, and I, I'm not saying that this is a word from the Lord, but this is this is what I think we need to hear. You need to be able to hear God amidst the chaos. You need to be able to hear what God is saying right where you're at. You need to be able to know it and feel it. He speaks in the word. He he speaks through dreams and visions and prophetic things. Find a witness of it. If it's God and you you feel like God's speaking to you, go find the witness for that. Find what he's saying about it in scriptures and galvanize that in so you can be strengthened in your father. And that's the two weeks. I mean, if you want a summation of my two weeks.
0: That's been the two that's weeks. That's been my two well, weeks. Well, it's, it's self-sufficiency of Christ. David said he had to strengthen himself in the Lord. I love when Joseph, finally getting out of the prison the second time, it says that he shaved and put on a new coat. Right? Mm. That coat of many colors. It was a sheep herder's coat. And his brothers were pissed at him because he didn't have to you know, be part of the sheep herding. That was what that coat was. Um, that's why his brothers hated him so much because he didn't have to do the work. But it says he shaved and put on a new coat, and God called him to save the planet at the time, the whole nation, right? and And that's what I want to end this with. it's is it it's guys, it's a fight. We're in a fight. Uh, you know, my wife last night, um some formatting was off in her book, and we have to launch this thing Tuesday, April seventeenth or Monday. And so she stayed up all night long. For the, I don't want to exaggerate, at least the 150th time, reformatting her whole book. She did not sleep last night. And I, it was restless for me because she's just on her computer and she's just going. I didn't sleep much. And I, I just put her to bed this morning. I said, baby, you fought. You did what you're supposed to do. Now go get some rest. And then on our call, our prophetic call this morning, right? God hovered over the earth and he spoke into existence. And he spoke yeah. into boundaries. He sp- hovered over the chaos, it says. So as men, we hover over the chaos of our families, of the projects we're working on, of our businesses, or whatever it is we're doing, our ministries, right? And we hover over the chaos, and we bring authority, and we bring boundaries in the Spirit so that it comes into order. But it's always a fight, and the fight is worth it. Men yes. were born to fight. men. David on the wall says he was supposed to be at war and he's not. And he sees Bathsheba, right? I know my, my Bathsheba's. I get stuck. If I'm bored and I'm not, if I'm not in the rest of God and working on what he's asked me to work on, man, I'll start looking at the reels and the, you know, and then you see a good looking girl and you can stop a second and you you get caught up in the Bathsheba's of our time very quickly because men yes. are to be at war. Now we war from rest. We allow the father yes. to follow us and then we go to war, but we have to war last thoughts on that.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's so many thoughts. There's so many <laughs> thoughts I'm sitting here. So if you're wondering how to do this and you don't know how to rest, then my, my suggestion is to wait on the Lord over and over every story that you read in the Bible. There's a waiting on the father that that takes place. And I, I know we've heard that scripture. It, it renews your strength. Guys, I'm telling you in the rest, when you wait and you settle into the Lord, God, I'm not saying anything spectacular, but I'm I'm waiting on the Lord and he meets me and starts telling me about these dreams, explaining to me what happened. We're waiting on the Lord with this index coin. He is going to show up. He's either he's either true or he's a liar. And I'm telling you, I want to be on the side of the truth. (laughs) I want to be on the side where I'm walking before him, like what he said to Abraham. Man, we talked about this yesterday on the phone. So Gary and I like to do these little phone calls where it's like, blah blah. blah, blah. it's like 15 minutes. Da, 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 da. We say a ton of th- things and then we hang up. Kind <laughs> you like you know, there's always podcasts. something, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We go, we go real quick. Da, 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 da. But it's interesting. I'm listening to to, to David Foreman and God's literally teaching me the scriptures again for the first time. It's like, I feel like a baby in this, but he, you know, Abraham's been circumcised. And what does God say about this? He goes, walk before me. And so we have in chapter 18 of Genesis, Abraham's sitting at the tent. He's sore. I mean, he just had part of his, his his good stuff cut off. And he's hanging in this this covenant. And it says God appears to him. And then Abraham sees the, the three people and he gets up and leaves. And I'm listening to David explain this. And he goes, when you're doing what God wants you to do, God will wait for you. Go mm-hmm. do it. Go get up and serve those three people. Because then the conversation just continues. You're doing what God asked you to do is go before him and be faithful in the things that I've asked you to do, go do it. If you're wondering where God is in this, that's why Lisa got up. She got up again for the 150th time and did it again. And she'll continue to do it because that's who she is. That's right. I'm and going God, to continue God to do told it her to that's do it. who we are.
0: We don't yes. have this.
1: You get a word of the Lord
0: yes. and you go and you do it. And even when it's not working, kind of like this. Journeyman's not quite what I thought it was supposed to be. And God's doing something different. Our podcast, we get up and we do it anyway. As yeah. we can but we're doing it from rest we're not do, we're mm-hmm. doing it from strength we go from strength to strength glory to glory we don't do it from oh man it's not gonna, you know, all the negative right <laughs> and, and and we have to I, God told me this for a marriage i was I was working on a marriage this week right. um this a couple of them married thirty five years and they hate each other but they know they're supposed to stay together and I was talking to them <laughs> about covenant And I just went out and sat by the pool, man. I needed some sun and I just had my AirPods on. And I said, look, guys, John 10, 10 says this. The enemy steals your thoughts, starts making you think badly about each other. Then he kills your hope because now there's no hope because you hate your spouse. And then he destroys your covenant, which destroys your children and your children's children. He can destroy whole families. That's how he's doing this thing. That's why he's going after our kids. With the transgender and all that, if he can destroy the children, which he always goes after, and he can destroy the core of everything, which is family, which is marriage covenant, right? Then he gets to destroy what we're trying to accomplish here on the planet. So you've got to take captive every thought, every thought. And when a negative thought comes in, you walk in the opposite spirit of that negative thought, especially about your spouse. And then what that does is it stops you from being stuck in your head and gets you into your heart. And then God can love your spouse through your heart. He can love your children and the people around you and the alien, the orphan and the widow. He'll love them through your heart and you will not be able to contain yourself because you're going to go love them because it's just, it's going to enrapture who you are and what you do. And uh, honestly, he's been speaking this to me all week. So this is where we're going.
1: This is where we're at. This is where guys let this sink in. It's, I, I'm, I'm telling you guys, forgive your wife, forgive yes. her, yes. forgive her, forgive her, forgive her, and it's it is hard work. It's a covenant. It's work. Come on, I mean, th- I, those work. boys that went over to World War II, it th- was hard work. <laughs> they had to kick some ass over there, and a lot of those boys died. Yeah, it's hard fighting a fight. That's right. It's not easy. It's not going to McDonald's and deciding which hamburger you fucking want for dinner. Yeah, exactly. sorry about my language. No, no. But I'm like, it... come on. I mean, I, I, I'm sitting here and it, it blows my mind. That we can sit and we wonder what God is saying. And I'm looking at your life and I'm like, dude, you're not, you're. forgive her. Love her. The reason your marriage is right. stressed is because you're holding everything she does against you. The greatest responsibility we have in marriage is to accept our wife as they are.
0: Mm. To
1: accept our life. Like if God is unwilling to change it, then obviously he's asking us to accept it. This is the whole thing about limitation. You want to get into limitations. You want to get into understanding kingdom stuff. Jesus son of God puts on the garments of humanity and he walks with people and lets them curse him and yeah. he loves them and, and he, loves he teaches anyway. them a message of saying, this is, this is what it's going to be about. So, I'm going to put my church, Peter, I'm going to put it right over there on the, on the gates of hell, you know, whatever that, you know, we went in through Marty on that stuff, not to go down that road, but this is what it is. Yeah. And I'm telling you guys, I'm excited because it's hard, but I, I love fruit. I love seeing fruit and I want more fruit. I want more fruit in my life. And fruit's not numbers, guys, not big
0: numbers, not big stuff. It's the fruit is what are you doing with your life? How are you living through your heart? And I'm going to end with this. Uh, who Who do you say Jesus is? When Jesus looked at his disciples and he says, yeah, who do you say that I am? Well, some say you're Elijah. Some say you're Jeremiah. Some say, no, he says, who do you say? And thank God Peter got something right. And he said, you're the Christ, right? So all these people out there saying, well, he was a good prophet. He's a good dude. He, no, who do you say Jesus is in your life? If he rules and reigns your life, then you rule and reign on earth over your, over your wife first and your family, and you rule and reign over your projects, anything you're working on. I don't care if you're an employee or you own or whatever. You rule and reign in that space because that is your responsibility. All right, man. We're good. We went long. Thanks, guys. We love you. We'll be back soon. M456. God bless you, Johnny. Talk to you soon, man.
1: Hey buddy.